Hello, welcome to your Parent Super Tip of the Day. I'm Dr. Caroline Bazanko, and thanks for hanging with me this morning. For the next few days, I want to focus on specific things I find parents struggle with, myself included. Effective communication and problem solving is still the key, but there are a few other situations that have additional considerations. Today, I want to focus on eating. Eating is a big one in my house, in many houses, I, I imagine. I cringe whenever my kids ask what's for dinner, and then I'm exasperated when they tell me they don't like what I've made and start, you know, throwing a tantrum. It's a common occurrence in my house, unfortunately. And I've done all the things that I coach parents not to do. I've coaxed, I've bribed, I've established if then, you know, if you eat your broccoli, then you get dessert. I can tell my kids they can remove one thing from their plate. I could go on with everything I've tried. And dinners were always proving to end in power struggles unless it was pizza or macaroni or pearlies. But I know I can't force my kids to eat. All of these methods that I've tried are just means of controlling them so that they will eat. The only alternative is to help me problem solve with them. So get problem solving with your kids. Hopefully you've been following along and you know the steps that you need to do with problem solving. See together with your kids what could make meal times a little easier. Set up experiments and try different things to see what works. Here's some ideas. Let your kids serve themselves buffet style. Maybe you can lay out what you have to offer. It's up to them how much and what they want. They can eat whatever's offered. Establish a rule that no other food is offered until the next meal. I caught on real fast that my kids were filling themselves up with snacks after school so they weren't hungry for dinner. Remove snacks so that they're actually hungry at mealtimes and not getting filled up elsewhere. Teaching kids about the importance of protein, which is a big problem in my house actually, but in other homes it might be fruits and veggies. Talking about why it's important to eat these things can be really helpful. Get their buy-in. Highlight why proper nutrition is important to do the things that they love. Knowing why we have to eat certain things can help them make wise choices. And then when you get to the problem solving, they can come up with alternative options. My daughter doesn't like chicken, but she does know enough about other protein sources that she can come up with chickpeas and nuts and different things that she does like. So we compared how much protein nuts offers versus chicken, for example, and other options too, so she can start making healthy choices. Getting your kids involved in meal planning and cooking can make all the difference in the world as well. The other thing that we need to consider is that their taste buds are different. Are there things that you hated as a kid but you like now? As well, their stomachs are smaller than ours. Their appetites are different. And they find, you know, that they're hungry at different times from us. So we need to think about these things as well. Just another comment about dessert. If it's there, it's there for all as part of dinner, regardless what is eaten or not. Bottom line, forcing kids will make them not want or like things more, even if it's something they'd love. If they feel like they have no control, they're not going to be cooperative. So for today, let's give them back some control, get them involved, and see how you can make mealtimes a little easier. Have an awesome day and go make happy happen.